Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, you know, I came away with more questions than answers. I did the nuclear physics thing, the protons, the neutrons, histology, whiz pass before coffee. DNA, easy. A machine the size of a laundromat tumble dryer throbbing silently, defining the hidden route map to someone or somebody or something. A swish-looking piece of kit ergonomically seductive with neon lights. You can have one if you've got a million quid. Don't bother. Soon it'll be redundant, replaced by a pocket-sized version, half the size of an iPhone. They'll be in the practice, on the wards, the supermarket, the corner shop. DIY DNA. It'll be a thing. Why? Well, that's a good question. Like most of us, I live my life in the comforting oblivion of ignorance. Do I really want to know if one of my bits is going rotten or something will fall off? And if we did know, who would we tell? A partner who could be saddled with a crumbling old geezer? They might take fright. <laughs> An insurance company? Well, you know what they're like. If you can insure against flood, you'll have to live on the top of a hill, but not next to a river. Will insurers do a deal if you got some dodgy DNA? Well, the Equality Act of 2010 might need a tweak. Then there's the NHS. What will they do? They speak loftily of personalised medicine, cures bespoke and tailored. They've got no idea what it means. No concept of how the infrastructure of the NHS will be dismantled. Demolished might be a better word. How will the NHS cope with a sublime and uncomfortable future? Dunno. Cancer? Treatment and cures can't rely on jumble sales and mum running a marathon. You won't have to. The prospect of cancer, an attenuation, a fix, a cure, an understanding of the invisible silent killer that creeps into our lives and assassinates the ones we love, it really will be consigned to the past, as rare as scurvy. How will the NHS cope with a system that has changed very little since 1948? Primary care, secondary care, pharmacy and all the rest. A new era is knocking on the door. Our needs and cures, individual and particular. Bioscience and technology isn't the future. Most of it is in the here and now. But I've got no idea how it fits into what we have or what we do. It's a supercar in a Cortina era. We struggle and stumble along, muddling through, unbeknown to most of us. There is a place. A citadel that lives in the future. To find it, swish through the revolving door, the greeter on the desk with a welcoming smile and a look that infers they've known you for a lifetime. This place reeks of class. Goosebump stylish. An elegant efficiency backed up with an electricity in the air. Walk in and prepare for the hair on the back of your neck to prickle. A temple. A mecca. Where finding out is found out for finding out's sake, the joy of knowledge, as they say of themselves, discovery without boundaries. A place where, for every vacancy, there will be 3,000 applicants. 3,000. Designed with meticulous attention to detail, the exterior elevations broken up to disguise its mass, interiors with light and space to create scale and intimacy. 
With input from scientists, local residents and community groups, the building supports the goals of the organisation, promotes public engagement and brings in local kids to learn about science. A third of it below ground, protecting equipment more delicate than a Ming bars from vibrations. Energy created as a byproduct of powering the buildings is used to heat it. Its brown roof of native plants helps to insulate the building and provides habitats for wildlife. Yes, I'm at the Francis Crick Institute in London. The Crick can photograph the smallest thing sitting on the back of the smallest thing, making what we thought was the smallest thing look like a block of flats. They can peer into the heavens, paint us pictures in 3D of the world's most dangerous diseases, waltz them across a screen. All it needs is the computing power of a small country. Self-contained, elegant, to work there is to belong to a tribe. Exclusive, educated, qualified, but human enough to spend time with an outsider like me. With its atriums and vaulted roof space, the crick is built like a cathedral. Its work takes us to the edge of spiritual origins, genesis. Like I said, more questions than answers. I realised life is no longer limited by what we can do. We're limited by what we do with what we can do. Thank you to everyone I met at the Crick for giving me your time and sharing your optimism for a better future. Thank you. This has been Roy Liddy, and I hope we'll meet again soon. Bye-bye.